Blog Talk Radio. Hello and greetings, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of the Vibrarian Show. My name is Joelle, and I'm the Vibrarian, and I'm your host. I'm here to elevate, enlighten, and empower with information that I hope you find positive and uplifting. Every Thursday, I'm here on the Vibrary Radio Network to bring you a show that I just enjoy so much. Um, I like to think of it kind of like a cross between Indiana Jones and the X-Files. So I'm exploring all things unknown, and um, we just cover a variety of topics from week to week. There's really no stone that I am willing to leave unturned. And so we gather here every Thursday evening on Blog Talk Radio. You can stream this show from blogtalkradio.com slash the library, and that's V-I-B-E-R-A-R-Y. You can also call the show line, which is 646-668-8988. If you're listening to the show and you want to come on and add your comments or point to the conversation, just press the one key that lets me know that you have something to share, and I'll get to you as soon as possible. I also have a chat room that is functional during the show from the Blog Talk Radio site, and you can uh, also view that from the landing page. The links are everywhere, and I'd really invite you to join me in my Facebook community so you can stay up to date on everything. And um, as I said, I'm the Vibrarian, so my page is the Vibrarian, and that is V-I-B-E, as in energy, R-A-R-I-A-N. You can find that same handle on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and connect with me out in the social world. My goal is to share and pass along things that help uplift uh, all of us, really. So I'm always looking for things that you're sharing on Instagram, you're sharing on Twitter and on Facebook to pass along to others to make sure that they get a little piece of the happy little pie. So if you have something you want to share, be sure to tag it with the Good Vibe Tribe, and that will let me know that it's something you want to be shared with the collective, and I do my best to try to pass along information about workshops, classes, videos, experiences, anything that you can imagine. There's really nothing that I will not pass along if it is all about positivity and uplifting others. So I definitely um, am glad that you're here this evening for our show, and this is a free-for-all kind of conversation, so um, I love to talk about things. Now, I am not an expert. I will tell anyone that. I am a librarian, and that's really close to being an expert. I mean, I'm sorry I have to have a little professional pride here, but what I know is to look at information, and I've learned how to see if information resonates with me as being truthful and not. Sometimes I've been wrong, and I'm always open to expanding my consciousness. So when I share topics to, that we're speaking about from week to week, is really because uh, I want to learn more myself. And in having conversations with other people around me, it gives me an opportunity to expand my knowledge and consciousness. And if I ever say anything that doesn't resonate and you think it's incorrect, please call me on it and let me know because I absolutely will um, – expand, shift my awareness, and also pass along the correction to the rest of the listers and people that I know. Now, this week we are going to talk about the Clares. So uh, 
the reason I thought about this topic is I'm a member of several forums online, on Facebook and places like that. And uh, someone was talking about how they were receiving certain messages or they felt that they were seeing things. Somebody chimed in and said, you know, that's clairvoyance. And uh, the, uh, listener, the commenter said, wait, what is clairvoyance? And then I was having another conversation with someone who had just ordered a book about discovering your psychic gifts and your senses, and it was going through what each of the gifts were. And so I thought it was really time to have a conversation about that in a way that um, hopefully is somewhat informative for people. And I'm sharing with you the things that I have learned along my way. Now, those of you who tune in regularly know that I do have a show on Tuesday evenings called The Psychic Inside. And on that broadcast, I interview different people who have opened all the way to their gifts and abilities. Many of them are providing services such as healings and readings and coaching and all manner of things using those very gifts. But um, for some people, it's kind of a leap. My motto in that show is that everyone is psychic. You just may not recognize it. And hopefully by sharing these stories, you might get an aha moment that helps you understand where something you have been experiencing actually is technically a psychic experience. So this is kind of a bleed over from that show, but I don't often get an opportunity to just talk shop directly about what it means to be psychic, to feel psychic, or to express and live in that awareness of yourself. So uh, without further ado, let me just jump right in. And I have been told by people that sometimes I need to slow down because I'll get on a tangent, and next thing you know, um, 30 minutes has gone by, and I haven't hardly taken a breath. So I'll try to be a little bit better about that. But I do want to circle back to this point in a few minutes after we talk about some of the psychic senses. So in everyday life, many times people will say, oh, I just had a hunch. Something told me that this was going to X, Y, Z. I just felt they was off. Something was off in their energy. These are things that we hear all the time, and nobody thinks a second guess about them. But as soon as you start saying, oh, I received a clairvoyant message, then people start to look at you funny and say, what is this you're talking about? Now, back in the day, I guess, well, I'm 45, so back in the days of my teenage years, it was always talked about in terms of ESP. Do you have ESP, extrasensory perception? And you would see them do test debunking extrasensory perception in the scientific sense. You would always see a person sitting behind a screen, and then they would be shown a picture, an image on a card, and then they would have to say what they saw. And this was considered to be a psychic test. Now, one reason that this is somewhat of a flawed approach is because seeing the ability to see information that is not readily apparent, what we would term as 3D, written on a piece of paper in front of you or someone standing there in front of you having a conversation with you or being in a specific room or place, 
that is our 3D eyes. But our clairvoyant eye, or our, our psychic eye, is known as clairvoyance. Voya meaning to see or clear seeing. So if you are seeing something unfold, let's say that you had a dream and a piece of that dream later in that day then came true, then that would be considered a clairvoyant experience because you saw something. So there are people who can see directly those kinds of images that would be placed on a card and then hidden from your view, and then you see it with your mind's eye. However, there are four other senses that are able to be used um, in psychic awareness. So if you were not a clairvoyant person sitting at that table in that experience, then you would not receive um, the image uh, in your mind's eye or have an awareness of what to say the card was by that. Now, the same person, even if they don't see an image in their head, they may just feel the urge to say it's a square. Not because they saw a card in their vision. It's just because something in their knowing, that hunch, that gut feeling, let them know, let me just say this, you know, oh, it's a box, it's a square. And it turns out that they will be correct. That is using the gift of claircognizance. So cognition is being aware of or thinking or knowing something. So that claircognizance is clear knowing. So a lot of times mothers will say, I just knew something was wrong with my kid, and pretty soon the school nurse called. So what happens is that we are vibrational beings, and as we're aware, vibrations can be perceived in terms of light and spectrum and vision. They can be heard. They can be felt. So as we are out in this world, then we're constantly processing the vibratory messages that we get from the world around us. And so one of the ways that we are doing that is um, then to use these extra sensory ways of using our, our regular eyes, our regular hearing, our regular feeling. Um, and many people who might hunt or go out in the wilderness-type environments, they will tell you that the sensing ability of of a person who is in a heightened awareness situation, it goes beyond the normal senses that a person would see. So if you're a military person and you're on a night mission and it's dark all around you, your senses will be heightened to the point where you may not even re- hear the crackling of a twig, but you will sense and feel a presence near you and then they will react to that. So we're constantly kind of using this stuff, but we're not necessarily understanding it. So, um, you know, when I would see these skeptical type things as a child, I would think, well, something in me just said that there is truth to psychic abilities, but these particular examples of it did not strike me as fair. 
so, you know, I felt it was kind of rigged to fail, if if you will. <laughs> so if we fast forward to 20 years later, we've come into a lot more awareness about um, the dimensions around us that we used to think were not there. We've discovered new things scientifically in terms of matter that's, that we did not know existed before. And the same thing is true with energy. We're discovering the ways that energy can be sensed and felt to levels that we um, did not previously, previously attribute to being real. So um, as, as you start to encounter strange things such as deja vu or a tingling feeling. People will say, oh, my spidey sense started to tingle. Uh, as soon as that person walked walk into the room, something felt off. There was just something about them. I didn't like it. It made me wary. It made me alert. So feeling is clairsentience like having an a empathetic connection or a sensitivity to an energetic field that you feel in your, in your awareness. Um, so we've got clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, claircognizance, which is clear knowing, clairsentience, which is the feeling realm, and we've got clairgustance now. Claire Gustins is known to be somewhat more rare. But what this is like is if you smell a perfume, say your grandmother's perfume or someone who's departed, if you smell it as if it is really there, most people will say, hmm, it just must have been my imagination. But you really are perceiving quite I would say quite possibly, I would say stronger than that. I would say almost assuredly, you are actually being sent a message to re so that you recognize the energy that is around you and it is be being delivered through your sense of smell. Now, I was at um, up at Synchronicity in Roswell, Georgia here at um, a bookstore. It's now closed, unfortunately. But I was standing there with one of my friends, and they were having readings going on, and I was doing some shopping, and we were just kind of standing there. And one of the readers came up to our group here and just kind of made small talk, and then she said, who here likes margaritas? I, I'm just, I'm tasting margaritas. It's just, it, just a wave of it rushed over me. Somebody must like margaritas. And my friends bust out laughing because she said, um, that would be me. I went out for margaritas last night with my friends, my other friends, matter of fact. And she said, okay, well, there's someone here with them, uh, you know, who wants to communicate with you that gave me a mouthful of margarita. <laughs> right? And so I had never heard of that at that particular time or seen anybody who experienced it. And you could see on her face, she kind of had this tart look like she had really just swallowed unexpectedly a nice tequila, limey uh, drink of margarita. <laughs> And so at that point, uh, my friend knew that she needed to sit down and have a reading. And eventually uh, what actually happened was that it was her mother who had been deceased, came through uh, this particular psychic reader and delivered her a message. So you can smell or taste um, the experience um, that helps you connect to understand the energetic presence that is wanting to come in and communicate with you. 
So you got ears. Oh, clear audience. <laughs> clear audience is being able to hear things. Sometimes people will say, you know what, I heard somebody call my name. But when I looked around, there was nobody else in the house. But I could have sworn as bright as day I heard somebody say X, Y, Z, say my name or say this particular phrase. Or, you know, I heard something in my head, a song. It was really random. It came up. Or I heard someone, you know, I had a voice in my head tell me something. And after that, it was true. Am I going crazy? That's a lot of times what people say. Uh, so that's clear audience. That's clear hearing. Now, so you, you've got these five different expressions of Claire's psychic abilities and ways that we can manifest. Now, I went to a psychic development class. The one that I went to was um, an, um, a virtual experience with a classroom, and we did exercises, had homework, and then we had partnered activities. And um, it, the place that I went to was called the Viva Institute, which I thought it was really, really helpful. Um, and we went through a series of exercises to help us explore how each of these particular gifts actually work. And what the main thing that I really pulled out of that experience is that most of the time, when I was experiencing things, I would discount them afterwards. I would find a logical reason why it was not something unusual. I would explain it away, as they say. And most of the time that's what happens is that people doubt what they are experiencing. And so therefore they kind of shut it down or they don't heed it or they second guess themselves and um, that's then where your pathway can be somewhat harder you know the whole point of using your senses your clear audience and psychic senses is so that you can connect to higher guidance connect to your own higher wisdom connect with realms that are not in 3d up into the aspect of divinity so that you can um, kind of navigate your life better and easier. I mean, we all say, you know, if you follow your hunch, then it turns out to be a winner. And I think there was a whole movie series, um, what is it, the – Oh, I can't even remember the name of it now, but they they were riding on a plane, and instead of getting on the plane, the one person had a vision that the plane was going to – final destination, that's it – that the plane was going to crash. And so they didn't get on the plane because of that. And then, of course, the plane crashed, and there was a whole horror plot of the movie behind that that I didn't really resonate with and didn't watch beyond that. But certainly there were also people who – Um, Like, for instance, the day of the World Trade Center bombing, there were many stories of people who said, for whatever reason, I, I just felt led to go a different way or to not go into work or to go in late or to take a different route. And when they look back, they say, wow, if I had not followed that particular urge, hunch, or shift, I would have been in the Twin Towers. 
Now, that's, those are pretty extreme examples, but another thing is that, you know, I've been on the road, and I've had this thing to say, take this exit, take this exit. And I'll think to myself, well, I'm not taking that exit. It's going to take me around and about. It doesn't say there's any traffic issues ahead, and I just keep tootling along my way. And the last time I ignored that voice that said, take this exit, I ended up in an hour-plus-long traffic jam that had not come into the report yet, and it was just out of my real vision around the curve. And by the time I rounded the curve and realized I was in a cluster, I was like, crap, I should have listened. How many times do you hear people say, I should have listened to my first mind? (laughs) All right? So that kind of uh, is an interesting way of putting it, but there's um, so much opportunity for us to shift how we engage with the world once we kind of tune in and open ourselves up to these sensors that can expand who and how we interact with the world. So, uh, you know, once I, the reason I went to a psychic development class is because I, for years, had been hearing, hearing songs in, in my ear. And sometimes what would happen is I'd be tootling along my day, and sometimes I could tell I would think of the song because I would hum it, or if I was talking with friends, I would always pull out a song lyric or song reference or something like that. But at some point, I realized that what I was hearing was actually making me chuckle, like giggle, because it was humorous. And it wasn't like I was planning a joke, and then the lyric came into my mind to deliver the joke it was like the, I was part of the joke, the receiver of the joke. So at that point, I became aware that I was not what I was hearing. And it, it may sound unusual to some of you who have never experienced it, but I definitely was thinking, huh, that's not me. And then as I got, got to thinking further about it, I thought, you know, these are the songs my granddad used to love. A lot of times, especially if it was church songs, uh, you know, I would giggle and laugh, and I'm like, that, you know, my grandfather and I had a special connection because he would always um, sing and I would play piano. He was a devout church member, and and I just remember him standing up leading the hymns in the little church in the country that we went to. Well, started to come into awareness that there was singing happening and and all of this, I went in for a reading at the big psychic fair up in, um, again, in Roswell on the first of the month. It's a wonderful experience if you ever get a chance to go. And the lady who I was talking, she said, you know, there's a gentleman here, and she began to describe him. And from the things that she described, I began to realize, oh, my, she is definitely talking about my grandfather. And then when she said, he wants you to know that he is singing with you through your life, and he's here to help you bring in your harvest. Well, my grandfather was a farmer, and he sang over my shoulder, and I had been hearing his singing. So at that point, I realized, wow, this is, this is okay, this is potentially something different here. I'm definitely um, treading 
into different territory that I have yet to explore, but let, let me go with it. So a few months later, probably almost a year, I was sitting with the same reader, and we were kind of talking over something that I had a problem just making a decision about something. And she said, well, he's telling you, just listen, listen. And she threw up her hands in the air like in frustration. He's saying, just listen, listen. And so as she said that, I started just listening. And immediately I heard the song came into, it was in my head already, but I became aware of it. And I said, oh, oh, and it was like I, he had been trying to communicate with me and he couldn't say directly to her because it was like a personal kind of understanding for me. So the best he could do was tell her to tell me, just listen, listen, you'll get what I'm saying to you. So, um, you know, listen, Linda. (laughs) Uh, I always chuckle about that little uh, YouTube viral thing with the little boy saying, listen, Linda. So <laughs> anyway, I, it was a message, and her name was Linda, Linda Gray. I just, just connected that. So it was very interesting because from that point forward, I started to pay attention to what I was hearing more so, especially if I was aware that I was just not having a rationalizing in my mind with myself. I mean, we all do that sometimes. We'll say, look, Joel, okay, today you're going to go to the store. And then, we, you know, that is self-talk conversation. But there is a conversation that happens that is not you talking to yourself. If anything, it's your higher you talking to yourself. And you can kind of realize that there are many teachers like Eckhart Tolle and Wayne Dyer who go through ways that you could understand that you are not, you know, what your thoughts, you are the awareness of the thoughts. And I would definitely encourage you to step over to YouTube and search for some of their teachings on that particular aspect of discovering your higher consciousness. But, uh, you know, I definitely came into an awareness. And then from there on, I would start hearing like high-pitched sounds or squealing noises in my ears. If I was saying something and I needed to stop, it would like a tone would come into my head and then I would pause because, I, you know, I learned that if, if I was receiving a signal, there was some kind of information that I was in danger of missing. And so my, uh, my attention was gathered so that I could not let that moment pass me by. So whenever I would start to hear this interruption or become aware of it, then I would kind of pause and think, well, what was I just thinking about? What was I just talking about? And through that, learning how my clear audience was working helped me then to expand. And it's like the more I opened to the fact that I could have been receiving something, the more I started to receive. And so that was really quite wonderful um, to to kind of grow, and it's still an adventure because um, our, you know, our awareness is always expanding, and I'm certainly experiencing expansion of my own personal understanding. So now clairvoyance is something that I do not necessarily see discarnates, or as most people would call them, ghosts. 
But what I do see are connections and threads. And so I'm able to see it's almost kind of like when Neo in the Matrix saw all of a sudden he looked around and he saw the ones and zeros streaming around and that was what everything was comprised of. I kind of have an awareness of where threads are leading to things, leading to information, leading to people connecting and things of that nature. So that is a form of clairvoyance, clear seeing. Um, Now, I also, you know, I've been a little leery because as you start to uncover some of this stuff, it can be a little disturbing or disruptive or discomforting uh, in some cases because if you're starting to hear stuff randomly or see stuff randomly, um, it can be startling. But, you know, I would urge you not to approach it with any fear, just to remain calm and continue to explore, you know, expanding your connections with that. Because the purpose of all of this is just to help you live better, live to your maximum potential. It's not here to try to derail or determine uh, to, to your detriment. So a lot of times people would say, oh, the voices in my head told me to do it, you know, told me to, to murder everybody. I'm not saying that that does not happen, Uh, but of course you should use your own discernment and you can practice ways of protecting yourself uh, on a regular basis so that you're not, just like you don't let everybody into your energy if they're gossiping and kind of mean-spirited people, you block that from your reality, you can block that from your reality in the psychic sense as well. But um, so now... I will receive dreams, and in my dreams, I do see things happening. Sometimes there are things that have happened in a past life. Sometimes they're future things, precognitions. And so I've learned to try to journal and capture those because I don't always know or understand the symbol or image that I've been given. So, for example, one day, just right before I was waking up, I don't remember what the whole dream was about, but what I do remember is that I was looking at a picture of my dashboard in my car, and the check engine light clicked on with an audible click and the orange glow, and I saw a picture of that moment in my mind, and then I woke up. Now, I didn't think anything of it at all. Many hours later, I was driving down the road, and literally my check engine light came on, the same click sound happened, and my car died in the middle of the road at that moment. And I was like, oh, my gosh, holy cow. I I dreamed about this moment earlier today before I woke up. So, you know, once I started realizing that this happened more than one time, I realized I needed to start journaling and writing down these things because these weren't just your average run-of-the-mill kind of dream where you're running through the clouds of marshmallows flying like a fairy through the sky, you know, all that kind of dream fantasy. This was something very specific. So I started journaling my dreams, and I absolutely encourage everyone to do that. And I also started depositing tidbits with my friend group. And so I would wake up in the morning and call my friend and say, girl, you would not believe what dream I just had. 
And then later when the thing happened, they would say, oh, my God, that was your dream. So it kind of gave me validation <laughs> that I was, you know, definitely not making this up because I would always tell in advance. So there, it, was, it wasn't like after the fact, oh, yeah, I meant to tell you. This was before the fact. That kind of verification was very helpful to me in starting to trust and experiencing. Now, so clairvoyance is then, again, like you said, seeing having vision, seeing in your mind's eye, having a picture of someone, like seeing someone in your mind walk through the door and then 20 minutes later they actually walk through the door. That would be, you know, examples of clairvoyance. Now, claircognizance to me is one of the more challenging clairs to understand because it is clear knowing. So, the source of your knowing can come from a lot of places. It doesn't have to just come from, like, your brain space, like this was a fact that I knew and therefore I brought forth that fact in the present moment. There are many things that we could know through our experience. You know, well, I just know that that was about to happen because it happened to five other people. There is another layer of knowing that comes from a higher aspect that just you just know when someone says something you just know. And again, I go back to parents because parents and the parent-child relationship, because you birth this being or you're raised this, nurtured this being from such an age, you are very tuned in to the energy of your children. So most parents will say, I just knew she was lying. <laughs> I just knew it. And it's not because the lie was blatant or silly like a lot of kids tend to do. It's because there is something in that sense of vibration to let that parent know or spouse know if it's a, you know somebody who's out stepping around. Just know there's something vibrationally that is setting off your knowing and saying, mm-mm no, no, this is wrong, or no, there's something wrong, or yes, there's something right, or yes, I should just do this, yes, I should show here, I just know, I don't know why I did it, but I just did, something told me. Well, that something is you, so you're higher you. So it's very interesting because the brain space or our knowing space, it operates very, 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 very fast. So for many people, the knowing part happens before you even think it. It's almost reflexive. So because there's no pause, like in a clairaudience where you're like, what am I hearing? Or a clairvoyance, what am I seeing? You're not saying, what am I knowing? You're just knowing. And, and in the space of that knowing, there is a confidence. And many times, no one can shake you from that. When you know something, you just know. And I've heard people say that, well, I know when they left for school this morning, they were fine, but something is telling me I need to go ahead and call to the school and be en route to the school. I just know. Yes, it doesn't make sense. But then they'll call and say, wow, I'm glad I was headed to the school because when I was halfway there, they told me Timmy fell and broke his elbow. That is how fast Claire knowing is, but you would never be able to then explain to someone in a rational way 
Well, I knew that because he was on the playground and it was raining that he was going to be distracted and then he was going to fall. That's our 3D knowing. No. This is a 5D knowing that it doesn't make any logical sense. In fact, it's probably the farthest thing from logical sense as you can get. But it's still real and it's still valid. So claircognizance is one of those things that, for me, I'm very strongly claircognizant, but I did not realize how that was working. And I started working with um, uh, one of my friends. Her name is Adriana. And she helped me to fill and figure out when I was experiencing a claircognizant moment or experiencing being tuned into my psychic gifts, there was actually a certain feeling in my body. All of us have a physical psychic, all of us have clairsentience to what degree it, again, depends on how you develop it. So I, I could feel where my kind of indicator is. Now, after doing several exercises and things with her, I started to sense and feel. And you don't have to necessarily work with someone, but you can do your own exercises. And one of the things that I was taught to do is like the yes or no, almost like a lie detector test. So you can place your hand like on your belly or in your solar plexus area or just sit still somewhere with yourself on your body or place your hand on your heart. And you can ask yourself questions, questions that you know to be true and that you know to be false. And in the pause after the question, you will generally be able to feel a shift it can be almost like a shimmer, a shift, a pulse, a, a, a swelling, or a contracting, a quickening, or a slowing. It just really depends. Each person is their own being and their own kind of machine. So how your particular machine works is very much up to you. So, you know, what I learned to do is, you know, hold my hand over my solar plexus and say, Something like, you know, I am sitting at my desk right now. Then I would say I'm on top of a roller coaster at this moment. And then I could feel when there would be an affirmation or a no, not true. And so I learned to enhance that and start to pay attention to that. So all of us have that same sentience that if we continue to expand, you can say, you know, what is this person's energy? A lot of times we'll get it when they walk in the room. Many people are very sensitive to that. It's called empathy, highly empathic persons, highly sensitive persons. Now, in some cases, you can have that to the extreme where you actually will feel whatever is happening in the mental or emotional, physical body of the person who you are around. So uh, one of the psychic guests on my show, she was getting terribly sick and migraines and headaches every time she would go into this person's office at work. And it took her a while to figure out that that's what the trigger was. Um, you know, as soon as someone comes in and you feel a cloud come over them, or you know that somebody's angry about something even though they're saying that they're not, 
that is all clairsentience, clairfeeling, and you can certainly then trust your feelings about stuff. And I don't know many people who go behind themselves after having an impression of someone that they dislike them. Like, you know, some people say, you know, I feel bad, but there's just something about her I just don't care for. Something's making me, uh. And most of the time people will not continue to go down in a path of coming into contact with that person. And if they do, how many times have you heard something told me I shouldn't have been fooling with that person, but I went ahead and gave them the benefit of the doubt, and sure enough, they walked away with all my shoes. You know what I'm saying? So um, clairsentience is another one of those, like your gut instinct, um, um, yeah, your hunches, that feeling kind of thing. And you can certainly um, expand that. Now, you have to make sure that you're releasing your and attachments. And so what I mean by that is the egoic part of ourself can be very similar to our intuitive and psychic self. So what I was taught is that if there is an emotion behind something that you are getting, um, like, you know, if you have a fear like a panic, i got to get to school because something may be wrong with Timmy. But it is most likely not coming from your psychic or higher self. The psychic or higher side is actually giving you information without it having a charge to it. So it will say, go to the school. You know, uh, Timmy's coming home from school. You're about to get a call without any kind of panic alarm or oh you've got to get out you've got to get out you got to it's just it's very calm and very neutral and so even as you're like using say your clairsentience it could be that you're feeling something from a person but if your egoic self is involved it can also be like well you're giving that person shade rather than actually sensing your psychic energy. So, you know, it really helps if you, you know, keep your energy clear, your intention clear, and say, you know, I want to be operating out of the psychic space, not my egoic space. Um, Because what happens is if you're a claircognizant person and you're clear knowing, but you wind up being highly opinionated and pushy, saying, well, I just know that this is what you're supposed to do. That's not the kind of energy that's coming from a higher perspective. Coming from a higher perspective would be like, I just knew that I needed to call you today. I didn't know why, but I knew, and then I knew what I needed to say when I talked to you, and it turned out to be the right thing. So most of the time we're blending things together, but we just have to make sure it doesn't skew too far down to where we are um, projecting, that would be the word, projecting ourselves onto the world around us and calling it a psychic kind of energy. But it's just not the same thing. Now, um, so we've talked about the clairvoyance, claircognizance, clairaudience, clairsentience and clairacustance. Okay, so the purpose of staying connected 
And and one of the things I wanted to bring back around is when I was told last week that I was very going very quickly and rapidly with what I was saying, what I realize is sometimes when I'm in the show, my actual psychic channels are open. And so when I am saying things, some of it is divinely dropping in to my awareness for me to say. And so I may not have intended to talk about something specifically, but as the flow happens, then I allow it to move me in that way through my claircognizance. And it turns out then that whatever comes down is actually meant for someone who is listening or will be listening and it's not anything that nine times out of ten I really even know about. But what I've learned is to kind of go with the flow, go with what I'm feeling. If I'm being led to talk about a topic tonight, then I talk about the topic um, because I know that there is a greater purpose. And usually it will come, it will be revealed later, you know, when somebody will approach me and say something. And that's how it is for all of us, you know, when we allow a lot of times we don't have an understanding before something happens, but later we'll be given a confirmation that says, oh, yes, oh, that's why. So as if you felt the urge to call somebody out of the blue or something, so you just give them a call, um, you know, and you call them, and then you find out that not even 10 minutes ago um, they got a call giving them some very terrible news. Then you realize, wow. I'm glad I could show up for them. They didn't have to call me in their moment of crisis. I was already there because I listened to my higher urge, that kind of thing that had no logic. I don't know why I was going to call you because I'd already talked to you earlier, but something told me to call back. And then you show up, and then you get your confirmation that you were basically sent by spirit on a task, and then because you honored that, you were in place to be of benefit to someone. So um, that is a beautiful part of once you start to expand and operate in a fuller dimension of things. Um, There are some people who will not ever necessarily agree that what they are using is actually considered a psychic gift. I know several people who I'm good friends with who, you know, we all respect each other, but they say, well, being psychic is just, it's not even, it doesn't fit in their framework of scientific rationale. So there's always an explanation for, well, the brain is all powerful and it's the brain is is pulling these things out. Like if you smell roses, well, your brain knew that your grandmother wore roses, so your brain told you to smell that. If you know, if that is a person's understanding and their reality, then that is for them, you know. And so that's the one thing that when you come from a place of detachment where we all are free to experience whatever we wish, So, you know, if a person, there are many people who will never be convinced that there is a psychic life, that there is such thing as psychic abilities. But there are just as many and a growing number of people who are saying, wait a second, this is unusual, and I just might be 
psychic, and maybe I'll be willing to call this thing that I've been experiencing a psychic thing. And next thing you know, we're all moving into a different kind of conversation and a new awareness, you know. So um, I guess my, my mission is not necessarily to convince you of a truth, but it's certainly to provide evidence of my experience and the experience of others around me to be able to show that there are different ways of viewing who and what you are and what you're experiencing. Now, um, one of the questions that I received was in a group that I'm in that is for people who are experiencing a twin flame um, journey, and the twin flame journey is one where uh, people are moving along a path to unconditional love and then moving into a, a what they call a divine counterpart or divine relationship. And one of the things that is uh, very common in these kind of bonded relationships is telepathy. So your telepathy could be that you see something that another person is experiencing or you see them. Um, In some cases, this would be called remote viewing. Um, You can hear them or hear messages and communicate with each other. Um, And it's not just limited to twin flames. Of course, um, I believe parents have that same kind of telepathic opportunity between their children and such. But, um, you know, the person was experiencing their their, um, partner come to them in a dream time space. So it definitely was a psychic experience that involves seeing, feeling, and hearing the person's voice. So it was um, all of those. Now, I participated in the Hay House World Psychic Summit. And as you know, the Hay House was founded uh, by Louise Hay, who was a groundbreaking teacher about the nature of disease in the body uh, uh, as a physical manifestation of a spiritual issue. And Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life, is one of the best-selling books ever written. It's been translated into so many languages. But she, you know, her Hay House has been dedicated to helping people connect and elevate themselves for many decades now. And so at this last summit, there was an instruction by James Van Prof who is a psychic that you might have seen on TV and such. And what he described is that we all have these abilities and how much you use them and how high you vibrate with them, meaning that you're comfortable using them, you're open to them, it basically raises you up and then as... um, higher aspect beings then come down middle, so to speak. So he was saying that some people who are psychic, not everybody who's psychic is a, a medium per se. And what happens is that if some, let's say your grandfather passed, when he's in spirit, he's no longer just the being that was my grandfather or grandfather here in the flesh. He is the soul self. 
And so it would he would need to come back down to a closer vibration, to a lower frequency in order to be able to communicate with me. And I would then have to also raise myself up to be able to communicate with him. And if we're successful in doing that, then we're able to have a conversation. So the same thing is like for your higher self. If you imagine connected above you is a way smarter, way faster, way more evolved, all that aspect of yourself that is there delivering to you whatever you are able to receive of your divinity. And so if you open yourself up to that, then you have the benefit of having the higher perspective who's looking down on the situation and seeing many things clearly that are not available to your sight in the 3D. So by opening up that connection and increasing that connection, it's like turning on your GPS and then turning on the little fine-tune using Wi-Fi setting on your phone, which says, well, we can get you connected, but now let's get you even more specifically connected by turning on some extra stuff. That's how we are. You know, we are always connected, but you may not have a good data. You know, you may not have a good flow-through um, you know, how many times people say, well, there's an angel on one shoulder, a devil on the other. You know, which one are you going to listen to? And people joke and say, oh, well, my bad, my bad angel got me today, right? But we really do have, like, divine guidance available to us to help us make decisions. I mean, we're free will beings, so we're not ever going to be made to do anything, but we have opportunities to to experience life in a variety of ways for good and bad. So if you, you know, if you want to go out with just a map and a compass and figure out how to navigate the world without a GPS, then you certainly can do that. And there are many people who have become very adept and successful about navigating the world with their 3D tools. There are other people who say, you know what, I'm going to use my GPS. And then the others who say, I'm going to get it installed in my car. I'm not going to just leave it on the phone. I'm going to actually make sure it's present whenever I'm operating, and I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to pay for the extra data connection to my vehicle, OnStar or whatever, and I'm never going to be lost. That's really what we have an opportunity to do, you know, the same thing. So um, I am working through a process of, uh, I guess, enhancing my GPS by doing exercises, by allowing my psychic self to emerge and come out, um, you know, by talking with other people and kind of just coming into acceptance that there is a whole dimension of my life that at some point I thought wasn't there, but it really is, <laughs> you know. So um, I'm this show is an outcropping of that because I'm able to share information. And I know that someone who's been listening this evening it was a message in it for you specifically. And as I said, I am not a teacher. Um, uh, you know, I'm not a psychic developer. I'm still expanding and learning. And so I definitely advise you, you can find all kinds of stuff on YouTube. Um, 
um, teachers, people who are, there's books, there's free books. You don't have to spend any money in order to develop your psychic gifts. The only thing you make sure you do is if something does not resonate with you, you take what you need, you leave the rest. If it doesn't resonate with you, if you don't like an energy of the teacher or something that's bothersome with you, don't listen to that person. Look for another person to teach you. And if you would like more information, uh, you know, if you would like me to do some some referencing for you or if I can help in any way, please reach out to me on my Facebook page, The Vibrarian, and I'll be glad to answer any questions you have. Now, um, this week we did have a call-in, um, excuse me, a write-in question that I want to share with you all before we close here. And it was... Uh, Earlier this week, dear vibrarian, is there any significance to seeing initials on license plates? For months now, I've been seeing someone's name on license plates just about every time in the car. Am I road tripping? My response was this. Dear road tripping, one day I was riding through downtown Atlanta and I was seeing all kind of messages, or so I thought, on the cars around me. It seemed like every other car had some special message just for me. I started to doubt my sanity, wondering if I was really just doing too much, giggling at myself. Girl, you're tripping. Just stop already. Just as I said that, a car coasted right in front of me, (laughs) cutting me off with no third-turn signal warning, but not in a dangerous or reckless way. The license plate said N-U-M-B-R-L-K. I laughed aloud and said, oh, number, look, I get it. I'm not crazy. I'm good. So if you see a message in the number of license plate or on a receipt or billboard, then you are meant to see it. It is for you, a special delivery. It is up to you to interpret the message, so you may want to spend some time in meditation and conversation with your higher self to gain understanding as to why this person's name is being brought to your awareness. You can ask, why am I seeing this? And in time, you will receive your clear answer, the vibrarian. So if you would like to have your question on my page and discuss on the future show, definitely send me a direct message or Instagram me. I would love to get your question answered. And if you want to come on the show and share any wisdom and knowledge at any time about a topic, I definitely invite that as well. Uh, As we get ready to close the show tonight, I'm going to see what kind of guidance there is from one of my oracle decks, the Gateway Oracle. And it says that we are exceeding our expectations. And it's got a a lady sitting on top of the world, and she says, I soar into excellence. So I'm sitting on top of the world. All right. So we are going to be exceeding expectations as we come up this week. And I know if you tap into your psychic gift and ability, if you start to open yourself up to the possibilities that what you're experiencing is real and that it's meant for you to experience, it will also exceed your expectations as you emerge out into a new world that is full of things that you never even knew were around you. So this has been the Vibrain Show, and my name is Joelle. I'm so glad that you joined me this evening for the broadcast. All my callers who were listening in on the phone lines that were lit up and in the cyberspace, I really appreciate you. 
Now, I'll be back next week. On Tuesday, we have the Psychic Inside Show at 9, and on Thursday, another episode of the Vibrarian Show. We've got past life regressions um, and reincarnation coming up. I've got another episode about twin flames coming up, and uh, who knows? I get new topics all the time from people that talk about. But I'm so glad you joined me, and I absolutely honor the light that is in you because it is also an aspect of the light in me and everything in creation. Until next week, I wish that you have all the blessings that you can possibly hold to overflowing and that they spill out of your arms and onto the world around you until we are all just caught up in a tidal wave of the blessing that is our reality. Namaste.